my camera's not on. For very professional, Alex. How you guys doing? Wait, where's oh, my? Thank you, dude. How are you, how is everyone doing? Everyone doing well, I hope. There we go. I'm back. Here we go. Base Gables, thank you so much for your tier one. Frank, how are you doing today? All right, good guys. Definitely happy to be on. All right, Space Gables, how are you doing, sir? Doing good. Doing and, good. And Mr. Chase. Gg. I'm doing great. I just saw that Reagan just resubbed to you, and I'm also checking because I know last time he did. I'm Dude, isn't this this is a special occasion? It's like I think my year on Twitch, and we have random Frank P on the channel. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> isn't that nuts? But that but Frank, crazy. obviously you have a lot of go stuff going on in the community today, yeah. and actually this this whole month. Uh, first of all, how are things been? You know how how are how is the family? Yeah, not too bad. Just you know, hanging in there, taking it, taking it easy, taking it slow. Um, since I work out of the house, it's been, you know, the whole like COVID stuff hasn't affected me too much. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, it's just doing what I can. And now with the holidays coming up, like the, the, the you hear it with like you know the big YouTubers say like Techtober and stuff, but it's it's real. Like the tech rush is a hundred percent on, and there's just so much stuff to get caught up on, and I'm super behind as it is. Uh, so just every day playing catch up and just hanging in there, you know? Yeah, I hear you, man. It's it's definitely that month before, like we were just talking about before we started the stream, that month before uh, Black dude, Friday, host, dude. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But and, uh, again, with, like COVID and stuff, so much things and so much product releases got pushed back where once they got like, you know, I guess like released from the docks and stuff overseas, there was, it was kind of an awkward month because around like May, June, July is when a lot of companies who wanted to push stuff out earlier kind of got their stock release. And then they're like, well, it's kind of the dead time right now. So I know a lot of companies that had stuff that was really originally going to come out in the summer kind of like pushed it back. So now it was like a, just a double wave of products that are coming out for the holidays. It's been yeah, crazy. for sure. Hey guys, I'm raising the volume up a little bit. It's like peaking in red. If you guys can't hear, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is on you now. Um, but no, honestly, man, there's, there's a lot of stuff that got pushed back. Dude, I was even, I was even surprised. I thought, uh, was it just me or was the, even the Apple release kind of late this year too? I thought that was yeah. supposed to be way, way early. Uh, so their, yeah, their phones, I believe are usually September. Mm -hmm. Uh, like that's what they have. I think just like their conference or whatever it is. But yeah, it, it did feel later. Cause I'm pretty sure also like the iPad one or whatever the one from the summer was, uh, that was pushed back as well. So yeah, yeah. it's like. A month or two, everything was kind of pushed back. But yeah, now we're getting new iPhones, I guess, in October. But also, if I think about it, I got the iPhone 10 whenever that came out. That was in November. So I don't really know. I, I feel know. like they probably they just do their own thing. Dude, I've, I've been so <laughs> confused by all the Apple products more more, more yeah. recently, at the very least, like with the, the 10 and then the 10S, the, the 11. I feel like there's been no real big differences, and especially the phones. So it's yeah. like, for me, I'm just not impressed. But yeah, I am impressed. And I'm sure Chase and, and Reagan can say the exact same thing about a little something that got released this week. Yeah. The NK65 Random Frank P edition. Ooh. Yeah, I was, I was kind of blown out on my end. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited to get this off the ground and formally out there. Um, Novel Keys has been great with the whole collab. Like I said, like I just floated the idea to them. They had their ideas. It came together. It was like a few weeks of a turnaround. They had complete renders and more ideas. Like the whole Topo mouse pad, that was their idea. Like I didn't even think about that. We just talked about like the color scheme and just like some design choices. And they just came back with that. Didn't even think about the, the logo 
escape key. They had all that. So I was like, all right. And then the fact I'm, I'm more excited about the fact that we give the, you know, the audience or, or the buyers or whoever you want to, I don't know, differentiate. <laughs> Same thing. Consumers by, you know. <laughs> Um, we're all consumers yeah, they, at the end of the day yeah yeah but they get both the options of you know either like linear or the super clicky switches that's yeah. one thing that i wanted to at least try to touch on because i know people are very you're either linear or you love the clicky tactiles mm. I, I know some people were pissed that we didn't get just tactile switches uh but i feel like at the end of the day it's kind of the best of both worlds because we have the recolored silk switches the yellow silk switches so they're super smooth factory lubed and having that nice like emerald kind of color yeah and the box shades i think are like one of the the most satisfying clicky switches out there so the fact that we can get both of those i thought was really cool i was gonna ask are were those switch choices because those are specifically the jades is that because you prefer jade or you just like jades so they recolored them for you okay yeah okay that's an (laughs) interesting choice yeah yeah i know and alex is a big fan of the jades too i know and alex's dad is also like we've got some jade fans around here (laughs) There's a few. It's one of those yeah. switches that were sometimes we'll, we'll be on stream and, and everyone will like just put jades in it. I'm like, come on, guys, again. Even, I think we all, I think pretty much everyone here, at least in in the stream here, really likes jades. I think even chat really likes. If you guys like jades, just type you like jades, please. I mean, it's just like I don't know if they can hear it. No, but de- definitely, it's, it's nice. Super, super clicky. You can hear that. Okay, cool. And just the the recoloring, I think, is just gorgeous on these. Uh, I would love to get some loose like switches of these, but I don't know if that's gonna work out or not since they're you know sold as the whole bundle i, I was actually going to ask about that but we'll be seeing those colorways as individual switches yeah i don't think so we actually haven't haven't even like had that conversation but as far as i know they were just being made for these um i i have had a lot of people ask if i was going to sell them separately or or if malakus mm. is going to sell them separately uh but i mean if i guess depending on how well the overall keyboard launch does and there is a lot of interest in it it's probably something to look at okay interesting yeah, I mean, I I definitely be interested. I like the, I I like jades. I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of the colorway currently of like a jade switch or even a, a box switch. So seeing mm-hmm. something like that's definitely it's pretty pretty looking for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but been, I oh, really on, cool. yeah, uh, Jace, oh, yeah, Chase but... actually had a bunch of uh, questions that I'd like to start us off with too. Sure, sure. Yes. Yeah. No. So I wanted to kind of ask you. So now seeing like the NK65 and everything like that, I know. Like you've done a lot of keyboard reviews probably over the last few years of, uh, you know, your off the shelf keyboards, your uh, your Corsair keyboards, your Razer keyboards, anything like that. What, uh, I guess when and like what kind of made you dive a little deeper into the mechanical keyboard scene from those off the shelf keyboards? That's a good question. I don't even really know. <laughs> I feel like, hmm. Probably something Rama related mm. my interest. Okay. So whether whether that was just like seeing those keyboards through like Room Tour Project, like getting all the different submissions and stuff through okay. there, um, or maybe it was like Instagram. I don't know, but I know Rama was definitely like the first company that I saw that was you know different from the mass produced yeah. Corsair mm-hmm. ones like that, your typical gaming keyboard. And then just the more I looked into it, obviously you see that it's just the whole thing opens up of how different the different switch types the different types of you know cases and it's all things you know just from being a typical like gaming keyboard consumer in the past like i didn't even really know about it was completely just ignorant to the whole community so it was definitely cool to like just get into it and just see how it's just it can go on forever and it's one of those things where 
you, you hear often with like Endgame and stuff, but like it, it, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's hard to be fully satisfied in the end because there's always something new coming out, or something really cool looking. And keyboards is one of those things where like like it hits on so many different senses, with like visuals, mm -hmm. like your setup aesthetics and your like the tactility or the, like the smoothness of it. So you got the touch the hearing with the response of the switches so it's one of those things where it's like it just really appealed to me and it grabbed me and just being able to like i said like switch it up for the aesthetics and like kind of like design different choices and stuff for it uh, yeah, especially cool. if you work from home like all day long and it's something you use for business yeah it's like, exactly. you know, why not be comfortable like yeah. for me when i started out like i think everyone starts out with kind of like for the most part kind of a beginner keyboard you know, on Instagram and all of a sudden you, I don't know, because the algorithm or because your Echo Dot hears you, but you start seeing keyboards on your Explore page yeah. and you're like looking down at your desk and you're like, damn, I really need, I need to grab some new shit. <laughs> That's the big yeah. thing too, like the social media marketing. And, and actually one of our viewers too, uh, Punchroo said, really exciting to see bigger YouTubers getting into keyboards. You know, we, we're all pretty new to the hobby, me, Chase and, and Rig. So seeing some of the bigger faces too, like yourself, Bad Seed, uh, BT, like seeing a bigger YouTube presence of them too, has been honestly really inspiring from from my point of view as well. And it's mm -hmm. it's definitely like opening up a lot of people's eyes. Because when yeah. you're introducing that to people, you know, there might be some resistance saying, well, how is this different from my Corsair cube? Or how is this different? What's the difference between Romer G's and this? Yeah. You know, pe people are wondering. And, and it's just, you. it's, yeah, let me tell you. Watch a random Frank <laughs> PV. Uh, but it's really it's really inspiring seeing that kind of stuff because it, it definitely draws a more people into the hobby and it brings in some really good people and there's bad seed right now hey how you doing bad seed hey oh yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> uh but and then we have another question too honest question do you guys turn off your rgb lights when you're off stream i don't want to answer i, that. I feel like i feel on. like i feel like this is revealing way too many secrets if i tell you i can't uh, tell you i can't I tell you guys I mainly just keep mine a static color, either like white or like a light blue. Uh, when I'm filming, I'll usually throw it on like the full RGB just to have that, you know, visual factor and stuff for like videos and reviews. But I usually just keep it like one static color. Sure, sure. Yeah. For for me, I'll the only RGB piece I keep on, guys, is those coal lights over there and the LifeX panels. Everything else gets turned off. It gets too bright in here. That's it. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, you can't see my color lights are like behind my bed right here, and you can only see like this little sliver of RGB <laughs> poking out. And I'm like, <laughs> he needs more yeah. RGB. We're working on it though. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you about that. I I see that advertised all the time on Instagram. Can TikTok light, dude, and I love it. Did I you? It. So, I I was actually gonna pick up one of those, but like mm -hmm. wherever I tried to find it, it was always like. A month or two shipping and it was like twice the price for shipping so i figured Dude. it was like from overseas um i mean i found it from like a tiktok i'm assuming like a drop shipper but it was yeah. fedexed here inside of seven days it was like 130 bucks uh definitely a tiktok impulse purchase that's why i deleted <laughs> the app uh, but it's awesome it's got like an rf remote which is one thing i really like about um yeah the communication because you know the irs you got to point it at the little diode yeah it's annoying but this is awesome uh, I dig it, and it's I like it's a corner base, you know, so mm. it's like meant to be cornered. Yeah, but y'all don't know that from this angle, so it's okay. <laughs> Reagan, are you hey. satisfied? Are you are you satisfied with it though? Like, does it work for you? I am. I am. I like it. It's got a nice heavy base, makes me uh, justify my purchase a little there you bit go. more. <laughs> the heavier, the better. <laughs> yeah. Alex, I was gonna say, I don't know if we ever really like took the time to spe like specifically say like. 
our guest this week is Random Frank P. If you <laughs> if you don't if you if you guys don't know who Random Frank P. There is, he is, yeah. He is a he is a YouTuber who is commonly known for a lot of his tech review stuff. Um, he has uh, cost me a little bit of money over the last couple of years yes. with his, uh, you know, best tech under $50. Yeah. All that stuff gets me. It always does. His $50 is such a good price point to <laughs> hone in on. But um, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to ask you a little bit about like your journey to getting to where you are now, like outside of just keyboard stuff, mm-hmm. like kind of ask you, like I, I took a look back on your channel a little bit. I, you know, I was looking back at like where you started and things. I won't go too deep into details there, but like, I know like you had a few like early videos that kind of like hit it off that weren't necessarily tech related. Like you had like a couple like, like video game videos that kind of like hit it off. And, but also like, I did see a couple like early tech reviews that you did. I was wondering like, how do you, like you obviously tried a bunch of different things before you landed on like tech reviews as what you were doing. And you obviously had some interest in producing content, mm-hmm. but like, uh, I don't know. I just want to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if you look back on my channel from like latest videos to, to now, it's definitely a roller coaster. I was heavily like me and my friends growing up and I believe one of my friends is even in chat before. I don't know if I see him still, but uh, heavily inspired by like the TV show and movie Jackass, like the CKY yeah. crew, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So I saw you were in a CKY shirt. Yeah. So when I was in yeah, the, that, the Ninjas versus Pirates one, the yeah. so when I was in fifth grade, like one of like my first like ever like big purchases was like my my own video camera. I don't remember what it was at the time. Uh, and then me and my friends would just do like skateboarding stuff and just stupid stunts that like looking back now were super like innocent and like not <laughs> cool or risky at all. But just like you know, we we're we we're in fifth grade, so what were we really doing? Uh, so that was. A, a big inspiration to me just seeing how a jackass crew and them and all their friends could like get together and just do all this stupid stuff so i thought it was really cool so that's was there, there's actually a lot more stuff on the channel that's like privated and unlisted just because it's like <laughs> don't need don't need that out there it doesn't really no one needs to see now. <laughs> yeah so that was the channel early on lots of like little skits and stuff like that um and then i started i think when the xbox one came out i picked up a capture card and I wanted to, like, I, I thought I was going to be, like, one of the first people. Because I had it, like, the Xbox One pre-ordered and went to the midnight release. I was like, all right, I'm going to be, like, the first person to, like, capture all this Xbox One gameplay. And my channel's going to take off. But little did I know, like, there was already thousands of other people who had the same idea and were doing that <laughs> at a way bigger level than I was. <laughs> uh, so, around that point, that was probably 2013. And so, when the Xbox One had the Connect, they... That was a big thing like when it first came it out. It was. Yeah. So one of the games I was playing was NBA 2K14. And I didn't know, but the Kinect is always listening to you. So I was doing just like a voiceover, just like a, like a commentary on the gameplay. And it heard me curse in the game. And then it penalized me for cursing, thinking <laughs> I was like, cursing to the ref. So I like lost my shit. Like I just went off the rails because I, I was like kind of pissed off that that even happened but like also still like kind of playing it up a bit for just the voiceover uh so that was like a 16 minute video but then i clipped like that like 30 seconds of it put it on youtube and then just like i think i i drove back up to school that day because it was like a like over the weekend i was home visiting for college and then like on my way out like my phone was just blowing up and i was checking <laughs> it that's i back like i would have uh emails for like whenever i get a new subscriber so I'm seeing all these new subs come up. I'm like, what? What is going on? And then I checked later on, and I saw that someone posted it 
on Reddit, I believe. And then just those next two, three days, it blew up. It got a little over a million, million and a half views, I think, in two days. It was covered everywhere. Like, I have, I have a clip of it. They showed it on ESPN. Like, they, they censored it. <laughs> oh, obviously. no way. Really? Yeah, I ESPN. I didn't know that. Howard okay. Stern played the audio. Oh, my which God. Which was just, like, bizarre. So, yeah. at that point, I was like, okay, like, I had this video go viral. I think it only got me maybe, like, 2,000 subs. I was expecting a lot more for it getting, like, you know, over nearly <laughs> 2 million views. But yeah. So I, I tried the gameplay stuff for a while and being that like that rage kind of person in the game, which is like what I was like doing for those videos, like trying to like those rage quit type videos. That's just not like me. And 90% of it was just so forced and just tiring because mm-hmm. I'm just screaming and cursing for no reason. Um, so I, I did the gaming stuff for a little bit. And then when I was in my senior year of college, that's when the K70, uh, the K70 RGB came out. Mm-hmm. And this, this is super weird and it like i guess it kind of helped me get to where i am but i pre-ordered it on amazon and it for whatever reason it got shipped to me like two weeks before it even released no way and they knew yeah, <laughs> at least this was, guy it, has the chops for it i'll just send it you to were handpicked on a list. Yeah, you were selected by jeff bezos himself <laughs> it, it, was, it, was a, it was a good thing that happened because then like i had it in for a while and i did a review on it and then Razer put out their Black Widow RGB, whatever it was at the time. Yeah. So then I did a comparison and I was like, okay, like, and I had no idea what I was talking about in those two videos because those <laughs> were my first like actual mechanical keyboards. And just like, it's very stupid to look back on because I just very clearly don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but then that video blew up. That was like one of my most popular videos for a while. And just seeing the success out of that. And I was always more interested in the tech side of things because like, yeah, while I liked gaming, you know, before I would buy a new headset or a new anything, I would look up reviews first. And a lot of times there wouldn't be yeah. you know, all the information I wanted to see in reviews. So I just took it as like, okay, I'm going to buy all the stuff I want to kind of test out and review it. Hopefully, like at that time, like I'll, maybe I'll make like, you know, 50 bucks out of it. Just, you know, because even back then, like YouTube wasn't too big with their like monetization and stuff. But it was just kind of thing where like I was more interested in the tech side. So I figured instead of doing the gaming, why not try more tech? And then just seeing the success of the the uh, Corsair and Razer keyboard comparison video, once that took off, I just sort of stuck in that lane. And uh, thankfully I did. It's been, it's been a wild ride. It has been. And you know what else I noticed recently was you were trending on YouTube for yeah. your Amazon Prime Day deal stuff. Yeah, and it was it was very cool to like, because that, that was always one of my goals. Like when I first started YouTube, my... My, my pretty much two goals were to have a trending video and to hit a million subscribers. Mm. Now, we, we hit trending that day, but it was like in, in the most unsatisfying way possible because <laughs> that, that, so? video, that, that video literally took me like 15 minutes. Oh, to okay. Make. So effort, I yeah. Real quick. Yeah, it was like literally 15 minutes. And I, because I, I obviously Prime Day is big, but I figured this year because it was later on, it wouldn't be too big of a like a video, and didn't even get like that many views to the point where I thought like it was worthy of trending. Because usually you see the trending tab, and it's like at least a million and up. Mm-hmm. It's only had like two hundred thousand, I believe, or maybe I think it was even less at the time it was trending. It was like the fact that like I put like fifteen total minutes in this video and it gets trending versus <laughs> like the the countless hours and hours and days I'll spend on other videos that will never get trending it'll max out at like a hundred thousand it's just like come on and it's it's weird what resonates with people too like in a good way it's weird but there's been times where yeah like you can put tons of effort in something and you're like my god i am so proud of this and then you get like 
either the algorithm, whatever you want to blame it on, something doesn't go right and you get nothing. And then you yeah. do something, you're like, I'm just gonna throw something together. I need to do something for this week. You know, it's gonna be entertaining, but it's not gonna be my, my peak performance work. And then Amazon, yeah. or I guess Google in this case here, it's like, let's slap it on the, slap it on the <laughs> trending page. You'll be happy about this. Um, that's cool, man. Uh, it's honestly been so cool to see your growth over the years. I've been a long time subscriber myself. Uh, I know me and you have shared some Reddit messages over the last few years. Yeah. I've been uh, put on your, your battle station um, videos a few times uh, back yeah. when I used to clean my desk a little bit more. But uh, yeah, I remember you always had like crazy audio gear too. That's like what mm. really impressed me. And I think you were probably, like I said before, you were probably also one of the ones that, like from the submissions I would get that had a custom keyboard. Yes. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, the very first keyboard I had, which I know we've talked about here in chat too, is the, um, oh man, the Gans GK87 Pro, which was like okay. the intro level for me. And I guess how I got into keyboard. Yeah. right um so that was always something that i had but then i had tofus and then i think uh, i think that's what kind of really just made me nosedive into this hobby uh but it's been so cool and you know i'm i'm, I'm really happy for your success and everything too man like it's been crazy because your videos are always kind of my go-to you again bad seed uh bt my go-to's for all that kind of stuff yeah, um, i appreciate but another keyboard question for you yep. we see a lot about everyone talking about your corsair keyboard Yes. And we, we definitely know you own some customs. Yeah. And you still go to the Corsair. We want to know what's up with that. <laughs> so actually, I, I did a full in-depth video about that very question. Did you? Okay. I did. And I mean, I, I use a different one. I use their newer K100 now as well. Uh, but yeah, that's honestly like I get people asking me that all the time. And it just comes down to pretty much for when I'm filming editing and gaming like all right here it's just been so much easier for me just to have the corsair because in terms of all the pro all the uh, the macros i've had programmed since okay. like 2017 yeah. with their software that i've gotten used to the multimedia keys the volume dial and then now with like their own sort of integrated dial that they have on there you can do different things for with macros and then their iq like screen and then all the Elgato stuff, it all ties together. So in terms of a workflow, I just use it just for that because it's been so much easier and it's what I've been used to. Uh, but I have like, I have two different setups that I use in the studio as well. And I'll have like more so like, that's kind of like a separate spot for filming. Yeah. So I'll use the customs over there and stuff like that. And I'll, I'll switch them out and stuff. But yeah, the, I mainly stay towards the Corsair just because of the workflow and for gaming. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Switches and stuff. I'm the same. I have one particular keyboard I bust out for Photoshop all the time, mainly because yeah. I'm too I'm too lazy to rebind another keyboard to all those macro pads. Like way it, too exactly. lazy. I, I can't be bothered. Exactly. And then, like there's there's so many cool macro pads out there too, and different sort of like like all the Elgato stuff. Um, Loop Deck has some really cool like macro things. I don't remember the name of it. But like Loop Deck has some really cool stuff, and I would nice love to be able to cut down on this massive keyboard and like just stick with either like a <laughs> 65 or something like that. And then have that on the side but again like you said taking the time to reprogram it and then learn it and then the muscle memory it's just like a, that's one thing watch. too like i don't have you tried i I'm, i think you've tried an hhkb right you have yes i have the the hybrid pro i believe yeah mm -hmm. and, and getting even used to that layout versus yeah. your standard like that's tough yeah, muscle I, memory for me is just you know i think, I think by default the, the what we consider the caps lock key is the control key Mm -hmm. And even that's like tough to remember. Yeah, I've been trying to use that on this second like minimal workstation video I'm working on. But yeah, it's definitely a 
interesting transition even though it's, it's something so little but it just throws you off <laughs> there's there's days where i use those type of keyboards like i'll, I'll bust out like uh, my clavier quasi which is still programmed to the the basic hhkv and i'm yeah. just clicking the caps lock and i'm still in caps lock mode i'm like how the hell do i get caps lock off <laughs> and, I, and i just unplug the keyboard run and grab another one I'm like hey not using this today and then uh, grab another keyboard. yeah i don't know which one to use uh, alex i want to kind of touch on something that Frank brought up when talking about his Corsair keep, like why he uses that keyboard specifically for productivity. I think something that we don't really talk about much uh, with this hobby specifically is like, you know, these are tools at the end of the day as well. Yes. Like some of us have them in front of us because we like what we're looking at and maybe, you know, like what we have like in front of me right now, obviously like I'm using a board that I, I like the way it looks. I like the way it feels, but what what he was explaining why he uses his keyboard like again it's it's a tool and it's just it's like similar to the the car hobby too like people who are into cars like sure they're gonna have like you know a nice supra in the garage or something but they're probably daily driving something you know a little bit more affordable something a little bit more accessible so i, I mean it makes a lot super. of sense just saying i daily the super <laughs> <laughs> but people with like even like guitars too. That's one thing I, I often compare it to like to the audience doesn't understand. Like people will buy and collect numerous different types of guitars and whether it's like yeah. their favorite bands and stuff, they're not going to, they're not going to use that super expensive, like one that they got at some crazy auction all the time. They're going to use like just, you know, one that they could, you know, don't have to worry about damaging or breaking, but they're still going to have their collection. You know, they yeah. don't have to use the super nice one 24 seven. And, and that's yeah. one thing we, we bring up on specifically in our, our community too. Um, it's, you could literally, and we get a lot of people who come in, younger kids, even people who just can't afford a keyboard at the moment. Maybe they have, a, you know, a membrane keyboard they got from Microsoft. It came with their computer, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Um, we think it's really important to remind people too, that it doesn't matter what you have, you know, if you're interested in it, you're interested in it. End of story. Yeah. Man, you know, you're more, you're more than welcome to learn and be part of the community. Even if you can't really participate, you're more yeah. than welcome. And I think that's, that's one thing that's really cool. And I'm going to bring this up again, seeing bigger faces, you know, not, not promote, I guess, I guess promote would be the right word, but bring up and discuss and Just share, introduce, other introduce yeah, people. that's a better yeah. word to, to a hobby. And it's so cool to see how many people have been more interested now. I think the one thing that really made the, the hobby take off more recently was when uh, Teha did the Tifu build, which I know oh, you yeah. got to take a look at. Yeah. How wicked was that thing? It was definitely nice. I mean... I know people preferred his like anodized version versus the splatter one, but I mean, just the the, the sheer weight itself for such a small keyboard like that was crazy. And just obviously the the novel keys like cream switches and having them lube and stuff, and just with that case, it was just it was insane. It was definitely a tank of a keyboard. And yeah, I, I did a like a sort of like a review on that, Cutting. and then also on, on like my second ASMR channel, I did just like thirty minutes of typing on it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I didn't even know you had an ASMR channel. And you did that, I actually. Yeah, so it's it's called a random ASMR, and uh, <laughs> it actually it, it yeah. first started as like a vlog channel, but then I sort of switched it to ASMR when I first got Jade switches a few years ago, and I did just like a typing test on like the clickiest switches, yeah. And I I don't upload very often at all. Like if I remember every like few months, I'll do it. Uh, but yeah, the the keyboard of uh, the, the Tifu one was the last. ASMR video I did where it was just me typing on there for a while. <laughs> we have a question in chat too that I want to I want to ask you because this is actually one thing that we had written down too is what's the next keyboard? 
that you're going to pick up? I have. I mean, I, w- I would love to get one of those. Uh, what is it? The Geist machines, whatever he's been Ooh, showing off. On those are <laughs> neat looking. Yeah, no, those are really cool. Did you yeah. see his new project that he posted today? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was nice. I mean, I don't know how far away those are to coming out, but I would love to get yeah. one of those. Um, one of the issues I've been having is I forget what keyboards I pre-ordered and which ones I just did interest checks for. And I honestly like cannot remember which ones I'm actually have coming in and which ones I uh, just did an interest check for. A lot I know of the times, have... yeah. A lot of time in this hobby, it's like, wait, what Google form did I fill out today? A lot of the time, it's that. Yeah. I know... I kbd fans just sent whatever their the bella uh, it's not the bella i don't believe i don't think so uh it's it's like it's very similar to the nk65 it's like a, oh, it's like the, a dark the, was it the dk65 i think the yeah D- the d65 yeah something like that yes i just i just got that and i'll probably do that um let's see i got one that i pre-ordered on mass drop or drop like a long time ago it's like their apple inspired one i don't remember the name of it oh the m0110 yeah um which is based off a keyboard something like that the hello one i think it says hello at the back yeah yeah Yeah, i I got that um i don't know when i'll get to building that but as of right now the uh the kbd fans is the one that i'll be building next and then i think i pre-ordered some of the what was it um this uh, I can't remember the name, but they were. It's the also the polycarbonate ones. They're sixty-five percent. Think. Thinks. Yeah. 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 Thinks Yeah. Yeah. I pre-ordered two Ooh, of those. Ooh, the V twos. Those are nice. Yeah. Those are a good board. Yeah. So, lots of stuff to get to, but like I said, I'm still very behind on other reviews and stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's dude. It's tough. Like, especially with all the stuff going on now, you know, in the world. Yeah. it's it's just a lot on your mind too like keyboards and videos and like work and stuff like for me i love working i'm a workaholic but Mm -hmm. there's always like that thing in the back of my mind right now especially the last few months it's just what if this all stops what do i do and it's been it's been tough like with everything going on especially now we get a second wave there's gonna be like a third wave it's it's crazy yeah hammerhead says the best set someone says yeah it's a nice set. I'm excited for Hammerhead. That one's actually really cool. Yeah, yeah. I got both of the, the dark and the light. So, I actually have another question for you, Frank. And I know okay. me and Chase, we actually really interested to see, and even Reagan was really interested to see your question on this. I have it here written down because I really want to remember to, to, to ask you this. What do you feel the keyboard hobby could benefit from? And what do you think should be, could or should be changed in your opinion? Doesn't have to be facts, you know, just things that you think that uh, perhaps that the hobby in general could work on. The hobby? Do you mean just so, like getting into the hobby? Like one thing, where, yeah, like even, a side to improve on. Kinda, kind of like even if there was like you feel like the introductory introductory to the hobby should be better. Um, someone says flipping. Well, I mean, flipping's inevitable. We're gonna face that no matter what. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I you know think whether one of the it be biggest, in stock. Go on, sorry. I think it's one of the biggest things is just the weight for everything um with keycaps they're always like at least 12 months out most of the time Uh, because i know that was one of the things that that was like i guess like not getting me fully 100 percent in when i was first getting into the whole hobby was there was so many different keycaps that i you you can find you know on google through like renders and stuff but it's like okay 
this was a render but did this ever like get produced was this just an interest check so just trying to figure out all of that and the different like the, the different types of keycaps at first was definitely confusing to me i, I had no idea um i think i when i did my um mass drop control keyboard video i was looking at this one set i don't remember what it was at the time this was like a few years ago i remember it was like 180 dollars and back then i was just like that no like that's not happening <laughs> so i went on amazon and bought like a just a really cheap like 30 dollars set that i wound up using yeah yeah i, I think keycaps um and the whole like group by interest check the whole wait for all that stuff is, is definitely a bit annoying just having to wait for something is definitely gonna i guess deter people as it is because they, they see something they're gonna want it now you know or wait a week or so for shipping they're not yeah. gonna want to wait six to you know 14 18 months <laughs> which is always the tough part i know space cables has been doing some stuff with bettering i guess his side of uh the business with in stock stuff right reagan what i can do yeah it's uh in stock like i've said in the last stream it's it's kind of risky for the vendor for some things like keycap sets yeah just because it's like a long-term investment that the vendor has to hold and then hope that you know all the units would possibly sell um and like we said it's it's safer with some items but other items like keycaps that's just really expensive for like lower margin yeah, on yeah. That stuff. especially when you're holding that funds or you know kind of got that invested for like 12 months could be a could be a little hard but I'm, I'm excited to see it like we've said before again like with the nk65 that's cool how it's in stock and there's a ton of them um yeah it's getting it's getting better i'd say i'd say when is uh your your keyboard scheduled to i guess ship out uh i believe it's march and april is the okay. window we have for that and it's an unlimited group buy, i believe yep unlimited until the 6th of november okay so if you guys want in chat if you guys want to pick it up you have till yeah, november november 6th chat i want to have a link show for you guys again because anybody hasn't seen it yet i just did a full not like a review but you know i did like a first look sort of video Impressions. on friday of the keyboard two different switches choice is yours there you go and i know i know chase he's our uh a resident budget guy yeah so he was pretty pumped up about this right chase yeah i'm always always down for more like sub 200 dollar options yeah because definitely. there's not enough of them <laughs> and the funny thing is like the polycarbonate is the more affordable option but i think it this is my personal uh, opinion but like i i like the polycarbonate look more than some of the like aluminum or metal cases you can get out there it just it looks pretty cool i don't know i don't know yeah. if it's because like it sort of hits on that like nostalgic vibe with it like totally the, does. game boys back yeah. in the day uh -huh. and stuff but like, i feel like that's just like when i first saw the polycarbonate keyboards i was like i, I need to have all these so i like i said before like i pre-ordered a bunch i believe that were all polycarbonate but now they're becoming more popular so now i'm gonna have just a ton of polycarbonate <laughs> keyboards they totally <laughs> like plays for me at the very least like i had one of those purple game yeah. boy colors i think it was a game boy color or game boy advanced or something and it, yeah, it, well, it always reminds me like when i flip it over and i see the pcb always yeah. reminds me of having like a, an old nintendo <laughs> game handheld gaming system yeah when i did my original nk65 in the atomic purple uh, when i did that build video i i did it like sort of gengar themed Yes, I remember seeing and that. And then I yeah. also had like the uh, like the Pokemon figure, and I, I brought up my old 
uh, the Game Boy. I think it was the Game Boy Color. But yeah, and that nice old atomic purple. Hmm. Gotta make which it all always, match. Which is always fun. I know, and that's the other big thing that I'm noticing more and more of, too, is everyone, everyone and I think this is such a cool thing, the color matching of Switches, uh, with mm -hmm. more keycaps been coming out, too. A lot of people matching literally down to the cable. Right, Regan? You know, because that's been a popular Some people thing do. too. Yeah. Some people and it's, do. it's so cool to see. Even color match of desk pads. It's so cool. And that's what I, I really like about this hobby. Uh, but if you guys have questions in chat, by the way, please feel free and ask them. And we'll yeah. try to read. We'll try to read some. Um, Chase, did you have some more questions? For yeah, Mr. actually, Mr. I, Frank? I did have another one for Frank. Uh, I guess over the last, like, since you've been getting into the keyboard hobby more, do you mm -hmm. still... I mean, I'm sure you still do from just having a YouTube channel or this. Like, are there any newer off-the-shelf keyboards that you would recommend to people like looking to pick up a mechanical keyboard from a membrane keyboard, I guess? Like somebody just not willing to dip their toes into the, like straight into the custom side, but just off-the-shelf keyboards. Um. So one of my favorites from this year, <clears throat> I don't remember the exact name, but it's, I want to say the HyperX Alloy Origins Core. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever, whatever one of the newer HyperX TKL keyboards was that had their Aqua switches, that was a great keyboard. And their Aqua switches, I don't know what they did different, but they're they're tactile, but they are super smooth. So they're like borderline reds, but you still <laughs> get that tactility to it. So I, I loved that keyboard. Um, one of the like most popular, like top selling things from my channel, like through like Amazon affiliates and stuff, and I've showed it off a lot because it's such a big hit is the Techware Phantom. And like Techware has really great, you know, budget peripherals, uh, but they're like, their keyboards are usually like 40 to $60, anywhere in between there. Mm. And you get the hot swap PCBs. People can switch out the switches if they don't want. I think they could come with oh, Temu Blues, I want to say. Sure. Or yeah, w w one of those. Uh, so, I mean, just for 50 bucks to even dip your toes into it, you know, because then you could look around at different switches, see what you like, swap them out. And you're not breaking the bank really because it's just around 50 bucks. But mm. I know Techware over the past <clears throat> year or so, they've definitely gotten a lot bigger. And I don't even know if their Phantom or Phantom L has been like in stock for a long time. But those are, uh, I would say, probably like the two that always come to mind to me when you, when you don't think of, you know, just a crazy custom. Yeah, I just looked up the Techware Phantom and put up the Techware Phantom 87 on Amazon. It says only one left in stock. So you, you said you don't know <laughs> if they're in stock. Apparently, they're in very limited stock. Yeah, and over this year, a few months ago, they, they released a Techware Phantom L, which is like the, the low-profile version of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if that was in stock for more than like 24 hours. And then every time I check back, it's it's been out of stock. So I don't know if they just had a really limited stock because of COVID. Wow. But once they were in and they sold out, I don't know if they've gotten them back. I, I always wonder if, if companies are like, I wonder why this is selling. And don't realize there's like a YouTuber or something. And they're just like, why yeah. is this selling? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, with like the Amazon affiliate stuff, like the whole dashboard, like you can track like pretty much everything that you've sold and like how many units of things you've yeah. sold. Um, so you guys are familiar with like my setup and stuff and yes, how it's very. made, how yeah. I have the Alex drawers and then yeah. I have those like little furniture legs supporting the actual desktop. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I've sold more of those than anything ever on my channel. The furniture and legs. And they're just the furniture legs. <laughs> it is ridiculous. 
So I, awesome. I wonder if this company, whoever's selling these furniture legs, like has an idea of like why or like what they're being used for because they're not being used as typical furniture legs. What's funny is a friend of mine just moved into a new apartment and built himself a new desk and did it with the with the drawers on the side too. Mm. And I was helping him actually helping him build a keyboard. And he was, and I was sitting at his desk and he goes, do you think I need to get those little legs like Random Frank P has under his <laughs> desktop? And I was like, I was like, if that's what you want, if you want to raise it up a little bit, but it's just funny that you say that because yeah, I'm sure people, I'm sure those have had quite a few sales just for, because that is so like identifiable, I guess, with your setup. And yeah. it, was a, it was a cool decision to make with it. So when I was first, this is hilarious but when i was first kind of like constructing the setup this was back in i guess 2016 i originally went to ikea and was trying to find something similar to them but they weren't in stock at mine so i bought like four or five packs of their just stainless steel little salt and pepper shakers <laughs> and they they look identical to this and they were around the same exact height so i was like oh this is perfect they're really like they're like four dollars too it's like all right i'll use those had them also i even like drilled through them Put the uh, the wooden desktop on and just collapsed immediately. Oh god! So I was like, okay, I'm not going to use salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> so it just smashed yeah. them. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know, some thin aluminum. It was probably something. some sort of aluminum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nothing too uh, solid from IKEA there. Well, that's even the one thing too. Like with the amount of stuff I have on this side of my desk, I got a heavy amp. I got a heavy computer. Light stacked up onto that. Yeah. It's all sitting on this drawer. I'm like, I hope one day this thing doesn't. Because I know IKEA stuff. Like, it's good. But IKEA stuff is what? Cardboard inside. Like, it's that, uh, what is it? Uh, that, that hollow wood or whatever they put inside the filler. It does this inside. Yeah. The composite board stuff. The composite too. board stuff. I'm always, I'm always like biting my lip. When I go to bed, I, I kid you not, I'm always like, it's going to collapse tonight. I'm going to lose all my stuff. <laughs> it's it's true. But let's read some questions. Let's see what, what you guys had to, had to say and ask. Random Frank P. Someone said they like your beard, which I, I agree. Uh, your beard's beautiful. Yes. Thank you. The beard Frank. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice. Um, someone said our switch films necessary. That's totally up to you, my guy. Totally. You would, if you feel like you need them, some some switches definitely feel better with them. Frank, have you had experience with switch films at all yet? Yeah, I want to say it was the Gateron yellow switches. Sure. I did. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't notice a huge difference with those. Um, cause I, I think I had the, the milky tops and just the black bottoms. I, I did like a Frankenstein build cause they didn't have those exact ones in stock. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't think the, the switch films in that case did too, too much that I could notice, but I know and definitely in other ones where it's a lot more loose and beneficial. Yeah. I, I, I feel it's the same way. And here's a nice question too. And I want everyone to answer this one here. Even chat. What set do you want, but can't get for keycaps? Oh, What's what's the do I want to use the word grail keycap set or I guess what's the uh, what's the keycap set that you wish you had gotten into? You got GMK Rudy redacted Mizu metaverse. I mean, you might still have a chance to redact it though. Zerd redacted hasn't even been shipped out yet. Islander. I think there might be extra for Islander. I, for me, I'd probably definitely say it'd be GMK Vaporwave because I have the pbt vaporwave set and i really really like that like colorway of keycaps and i think that gmk vaporwave would be that's when i definitely want to pick up at some point what about you reagan uh i'm upset i missed olivia and mizu gmk mizu hmm. those are all pretty recent too yeah i just literally overlooked them 
I do that too. I, I do the same thing where like I enter for like an interest check or like I just think about it. I'm like, yeah, I'll pick this up. And then I just forget about it in 20 days. Yeah, I just lose a whole month of my life. I don't even know where it went, but I, I missed the group. I somehow <laughs> advertised literally everywhere on every platform. <laughs> I don't know how. What about you, Frank? I don't have a solid answer that I could think of. Um, Which is a good I, thing when you think about it. I don't, I don't own too much. I only own like, I want to say three GMK sets. So I don't even have too much. Uh, I really like Dual Shot. I know I missed. I know they just had the SA, and I guess last year was the GMK one for I that. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like that because again, I saw that with that the uh, the Geist render, and I was like, "This is absolutely <laughs> perfect. I need this." Um, and there was another one I saw recently. It wasn't Nautilus Nightmares, but it was, it was along those lines of like the like the darker kind of teal. Can't remember the name of it. I've seen it. Probably just on, on Instagram. I feel like it's where I see everything. I don't remember the name. Might, yeah. have, been, might have been Hammerhead. Might, was it Hammerhead? Let me look up quick. Might have been SA Dream Eater, people are saying. By the way, uh, Buzzkill, thank you so much for the three tier one subs. I appreciate that. But a lot of people are saying Mizu. We got GMK Dual Shot. We got SA Hydro. GMK DMG. That was a nice set, too. That I was like a nice that set. set. That yeah. Probably go really NK65. Yeah. Kirosh uh, oh, wait. Kiroshiro. That's a nice Chris set, too. What happened? Sorry, Reagan. No, yeah, I was saying Christopher Yee just did that. Actually, the DMG on a uh, an NK65, the purple one. Actually, it looks pretty. Oh, good. did he? Dual shot. Yeah, I, I missed dual shot. Man, I should have jumped in on the SA one. Yeah, I saw someone put SA Nautilus. Yes, that's a very rare set. Jim K. Future Funk was very nice too. I'm still waiting for mine to come in. You guys, it, some of these you guys are saying in chat too. You guys might have chances at extras. Some of them haven't even shipped out yet. So. Yeah, I was loving the um I got because I missed it, but I think it was Night Runner, Jim K Night Runner. Yes, and that's a nice They were set. out for a while and they they had I guess a few extras. So I was happy to hop on that whenever they that was a few months ago. But yeah, I have I'm gonna be using that on the, the KBD build I have come oh, up. Oh, you got an extra of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice set. There's a lot of people who are like I'm a I'm a big fan. I I actually picked it up for a client recently and then I looked at it and I was like my god i kind of want my yeah. own set and they're, they're not cheap on the aftermarket they're not cheap no jmk mm. blue I... on black yeah that's a nice set too random frank p set when i'm reading up here at the top yeah i, I so last year i was actually thinking of doing <clears throat> my own gmk set but one of the issues is just the, the certain color of like a dark green and teal is very very difficult to reproduce hmm. so i looked at and i talked with a few different people but i know there's a big problem with solarized dark how the renders look completely yeah. different and yeah. really what and then there was kind of a similar issue i guess it depends on who you talk to with the nautilus nightmares where the issues or where the renders you see and then what the actual product was uh was just slightly different like i still think it looks really nice but that it's also a shade that depends a lot on the actual like lighting it's in. So you can take in the right lighting and it'll look great. But if you're like, you know, taking photos of the keyboard outside, it's going to look like very like fluorescent and like neon yep. almost. Yep. Just the, like, the, the set I wanted to do was very close to those colors, but just knowing how difficult it would be to fully reproduce it to that exact like color uh, kind of deterred me for a bit. And um, I know there's a lot more like so the, the money going up front and just 
all the stuff with that and then again with i know they're, they're pretty behind i believe um oh yeah okay so yeah, yeah once they're... covid hit, i was kind of like there's so Later many sets idea. out there that i already like i don't need to, i don't need to make one and put more just out there uh, i'll just be a whole other headache and how, in the close, future. how close are the colors on your nk65 do you would you say to like what you were kind of picturing so the exact color I was going for is um, midnight green, which is like the, okay. the color of the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. And okay. Yeah, so <laughs> again, it depends on the lighting, but the keyboard itself, like the actual polycarbonate case, it's it's like a very darker teal, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, but when you put on like the RGB lights, so obviously like with the with Via and stuff, you can change up the lighting. So when you make it that color, I feel like that really accentuates the board itself and makes it a lot nicer. Um, so I would say it's a little bit lighter than the actual, like midnight green color, uh, yeah. I forgot, the, forgot the Pantone and stuff, but I mean, in terms of, like I said, like kind of making that actual color and getting it to be reproduced in this way, probably this is the closest we'd probably get to it. Gotcha. Cause one of the things that we did was we were trying to find that perfect color sample. Um, so, and I, I bought a few different like dark teal dark green water bottles off of amazon and that's what we actually use to like color match for the samples of the keyboard and oh really yeah this one was, this, yeah, this one was the, the closest one <laughs> that's always a cool little story like you picked up a water bottle and you're like yeah this is the colors we really like yep yeah man yeah. chase is gonna cancel the group by now he knows it's all about the the uh eagles uh, <laughs> Look, he's so disappointed I, I won't say anything i won't say anything I should. <laughs> oh man that's funny uh, yes, 8008 was inspired by a sports bra. I think Dixie's in the chat right now too, so uh, I think he has a story about that on the on the page too, I believe. So a little, a little, I think, quick paragraph about that too, which is interesting how we can take real world things and yeah, there's 8008 right there, mm. which is a nice, nice little set. The only GMK set that I own, and I am not upset about that. Someone said, inspired by the coolest water bell I can find on Amazon. I present to you the NK65 Random Frankie <laughs> edition. <laughs> Let me real quick try to go go back and see yeah. if I can find that link and post sure. it. Cause... Sure. Yeah, it's on the box too. I totally forgot. Honestly, those new GMK boxes, <laughs> I take them out, they end up in the trash. Can't. I don't like them. <laughs> Do not like them. They're all odd sizes and they just fall apart in my hands. So they just, I put everything Collapse. in a plastic bag. Yeah, I've got a little cabinet going over there. I'm trying to keep more organized for most mm. of my keyboard stuff. Oh, isn't that the toughest part, too? Yeah. Yeah. When is the Alex set? I don't, I don't, I don't know if we're going to do another set. I don't know if I have another set in mind, y'all. Okay, so I found the bottle. I'm going to post it in chat for anybody interested. <laughs> do it. Oops, that's a... Oh, don't worry about it. Amazon yeah, was here. At all, was it? <laughs> crazy. GMK facial hair when? I don't know, guys. <laughs> what a Chad link. It is a Chad link, huh? It's a big boy link. It's going to sell out tomorrow? Yeah, maybe. The bottle? <laughs> yeah. We're going to play this back and be like, damn, I can get a matching water bottle to go with this. I hope you used your affiliate link there, Frank. <laughs> um, I think it might have been just naturally, yeah. 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 Good, good. good. <laughs> I saw a shaker cup. I was inspired. I think the set was based off a of mecha mat would be sick. Well, I mean, so that mecha mat that I did, th there's a lot of sets based off of those colorways. I'm sure you guys can find sets off of that. 
But speaking of desk pads that match things, Frank, are we going to see a matching desk pad? Yeah, that's another thing we are currently working on. So obviously the black topo took off. Um, we recently got those restocked again. And we also had in stock the the white or like the, the gray yeah. variant of that. But also, yeah, we're, we're working on an exact sort of matching <clears throat> topo pad to the actual NK65 board mm -hmm. itself. So I, I haven't seen like that. We got the idea going and I know it's, I believe in production. I haven't gotten a sample yet to check out like the different colors and how it's going to be again, fully just reproduced and how it's going to look in person. So I'm, I'm hoping it's very close to this. But yeah, our plan was initially to have it for the actual release of this keyboard. So we can kind of tie it up side by side, uh, but that should be coming out before the holidays. I hope people can pre-order it. If anybody did pick up the special NK65 and you want a nice tealish, darkish kind of green color to match the topo pad, we'll have I, one. And coming. you know what? I really like those colors because it's it's even reminiscent of. Um, I know Zeal has like a color for their turqu turquoise Telios too. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really like those colors. I, and I saw a question earlier. Someone just said it in chat. And obviously, we know the answer now is based off of a water. We like the color was sampled maybe from a water bottle. But people were asking, is your set? inspired by Baja Blast, which has become like a meme. I don't know. I think it was in Tejas server or something, but they want, they're, they're asking. And unfortunately not. Um, the whole midnight green colorway for me is just a nod to the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm like a very diehard football fan and Eagles mm -hmm. fan. And, uh, the min midnight green has always been like one of my favorite colors because of that. Yeah. Which is, which is interesting. Which is interesting. Yeah. Teal's one of the best colors. Big fan. I agree. Let's go birds. Go Panthers. Guys, here's the thing. Maybe Reagan and Chase understand this, and obviously Frank understand this. I don't understand any of this stuff. First of all, I'm from Canada. We don't we don't really do much here. All right, we, we build igloos and ride polar bears. Second of all, I'm not really into spares, uh, to sports at all, so I don't I don't really know what the hell we're talking about. We're just screaming out random animal names to me, okay? So I don't know if you guys are, like cage fighting these things or something, but same in Sweden, <laughs> yeah. From Philly, gotta respect the birds. Random Frank P. Uh, don't forget the maple syrup. That too. We tap trees for maple syrup and sell it to the rest of the world for a very high price. Uh, random Frank P. Kind of look like Carson Wentz, though. I don't know who that is, unfortunately. <laughs> That's the Eagles quarterback. Is he? Okay. Yeah, we don't look alike at all. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says tell uh, Frank to lube the stabs in his NK65. I, I mean, those. I'm, I'm assuming he he did the impressions of the NK65 with its stock. So that yeah, probably exactly. makes the most sense of why he yeah, didn't that was, do that. Yeah, that was like one of the big questions was like, why didn't you lube the stabs? I'm like, well, if I were to lube the stabs, that wouldn't be an accurate representation of what you're getting, you know? So I kept exactly. them stocked and unlubed. And I, I even did like a pinned comment about that so people would um, see that, but people really don't read the comments before mm -hmm. they leave their comments. So <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. skip right over the helpful stuff and just go straight to comment. Uh, some yeah. really cool, some really good stuff to know about that too, guys. There's tons of guides for that too. It's actually pretty easy to do with the NK65. It is hot swaps. So you can actually take these things apart and do it all yourselves. Um, there's lot, like I said, lots of guides on how to do it. I'm going to be doing a written guide soon, soon too for stabilizers. Uh, but it's actually very, very simple. So it's not too, too crazy. You know? Uh, can confirm people just don't read comments. Yes. Glar says, how you doing, my guy? How you doing? Well, the YouTube comments are just kind of a mess to begin with. So that's the it's one thing that people don't read comments. And that's the one I thing I have know. to criticize about. Sorry, what's up, Reagan? It's either a mess or just toxic. Yeah, and that's the one thing actually I wanted to ask about you, like your experience with YouTube comments. 
Is it just me or does it just always feel messy? Oh, it's it's horrible. Yeah. Because you don't know who you're talking to or who you're commenting back to. Nine times out of ten, it's literally some, like, eight-year-old kid who's on the phone. It's, his parents aren't in the room, so he feels like he can curse. You know, he'll curse you out real quick <laughs> for no reason. Just, just to feel cool. Uh, but... A lot of times when someone's like very just aggressive and angry in the comment section, I'll just I'll just like comment back like very, you know, passive aggressively, just like keeping it chill. And then most of the time they're just like, oh, man, like, like thanks for responding. I just had a question about this. Like, have a good one. I'm just like, so why were you so mad to begin with where you were like cursing me out? I answer your question or just like kind of correct you if you were like accusing me of being wrong in some way. And then you're just you're all cool. What's funny is I've had similar experience. So I. I run social media account. I run social media accounts for like uh, pro video game players, mm. and specifically some of these Fortnite guys that I work with. Fortnite pro Fortnite players. You'll have kids who will comment on their uh, their posts, being like, "Oh, you're so trash at this game," and then you leave a comment like, "Like, like, hey, I appreciate you like you know interacting with my post," and they're like, yep. "Oh, thanks so much. You're the best." Like, it's like they want to be mean until like they realize like. Until they realize, like you're, they're face to face with you, and they're like, "Oh, oh, uh, sorry, sorry about that." Uh, exactly. Uh, you're the best not person. Even virtually, that they're like that. You know, it's, it's like it's life. Like, it's so you're, weird. You're like, oh, sorry, shit. No, dude, yeah. I have the best story about this. I think I've told chat maybe a few times, but anyways, just tuning in and Frank for you as well too. I've only I don't really deal with too much of that stuff. Thankfully, usually I'll just delete it or just ignore it entirely. Uh, but the one time I actually decided, I'm like, let me let me invest some time into this. I had someone go, so so for, for full reference, my teeth aren't 100% straight, chat. So I get comments about that sometimes. It doesn't really bother me at all. Don't give a shit. But uh, I had someone go, you should probably invest money on uh, fixing your teeth rather than spend it on keyboards. And I was like, that's pretty clever. I like that one there. That's pretty nice. So I decided to click on the guy's profile. And I was like, let me just, like, let me take a look. Let me take a look. Right, I just want to take a peek. And it was like an 11 year old kid. And he wanted to become a pro Fortnite player, which is nothing wrong with, by the way, chat, if you guys want to become pro Fortnite players. It's a little bit mm -hmm. of a meme, but it's it's nothing wrong with it. There's tons of people who do. But he had his, like, I love you mom with a heart and his mom tagged to that. I was like, let me just see what his mom thinks about this message he's sending random people on the internet. <laughs> so I took a screenshot and sent it, being like, hey, like, just want to explain to you that this is, could be damaging to people who maybe don't take it the way that I take it. And this, you know, could lead to something else. I get like an apology five minutes later from the kid. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. That's, Sir, I can't believe I told my mom, dude. Yeah. You're so lame. I'm never watching your stuff again. So one of the things I'll do to people who are like just like if I'll see a name who's like constantly hating on me, but the things are either like spelt like very wrong or I can tell they're young. All I'll say is like, I'm emailing your parents and nine <laughs> times out of ten. They'll either delete their comment, so like, to kind of like you know, say face, or they'll just apologize. Well, that's like, like the most terrifying thing. You don't have to threaten a kid with like you know the police. They're even like whatever. You tell your mom, it's like, bro, that's game time that's being taken away potentially. It was internet time, buddy. Yeah. Uh, someone said, "Can we take a look at your keyboard? What are we talking about? Which keyboard? Whose keyboard? With whose keyboard do you want to see, my guy?" Uh, and then someone that. also said, uh, "What's one of Frank's non-tech hobbies?" That's actually a good question. Hmm. I'm hmm. interested too non-tech hobby so like would i guess gaming wouldn't count right that's that's tech i guess not i mean well, would you guys hobbies <laughs> i don't know would you consider that tech i mean everything technically is a bit of tech these days like unless he goes for like nature hikes but if he uses any sort of tech there it becomes like a tech hobby of some sort 
Gaming is yeah. tech? I guess so. You're right. Whatever. I'm stupid. Let's go Outside on. of YouTube. Outside of YouTube? And yeah, content I creation. Mean, huh. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm a big sports guy. Uh, big in the football. I, mean, I don't you, know if I call yeah. that a hobby. Um, I don't really do really much anymore outside of the <laughs> whole like, YouTube and tech stuff. Like, what I mean, I, I still try to game when I can. Um, but yeah, I, f I feel like once I became like a full-time content creator, like I just really don't have time to do really a lot of other stuff outside of YouTube. <laughs> and when I was younger, I was like really big into drawing and stuff like that. Like I used to love to draw. Yeah. But now I just, I don't have really the time or the patience really. Um, <laughs> That's the thing with, with drawing. I used to do a lot of art too. It's, you, you got to have invested time and you got to, you got to be in the mood. If you're not in the mood, you just... Yeah. It's like it's like doing videos and you have to be in the mood for it. Frank sound test. So someone said they wanted to see all of our current keyboards. Oh. So I guess what we're all using. So Frank's using his NK65, which is now available on a novel novel keys, my guys. All right. Yes, these are the uh emerald silk switches. So nice and linear and then just for reference that one is the, jade. the uh <clears throat> yeah, the jade. I like clicky switches. I do. When is it live until you said November 6th? November yes. 6th, yeah. Is that a space cable someone said? That yeah, is a space cable, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> he sent this out. Got a real quick turnaround. Got it up in time for the video. And also see we have Mike in chat from Novel Keys. What's going on, man? Hey, hey. And then um, when are we playing some games? Novel Keys wants to know. Yeah, I, I don't... So I'm always down to play some games, but I feel like, again, I just rarely have time. And nine times out of 10 when I'm gaming, it's for like a product review. Mm -hmm. So I'll be like testing like a mouse or a headset or whatever. Uh, and I really only play like Battlefield anymore. There, really? I feel like Battlefield's still, eh? Yeah. And I hate Battlefield to death. <laughs> it's, it's so just like <laughs> bad and broken in most regards. But like it's one of the only games that I can still kind of enjoy. I don't know. It's just kind of a mindless grind at most in the it's just a way to kind of get out of your head yeah and i'm still so behind on like just so many games that i picked up over the years never finished or never beat i know like i still have to finish red dead redemption and like <laughs> i got that like day it came out i played it for like a week straight and then i felt like this is what i'll do i'll, I'll get a game i'll play it a ton right away and then i'll kind of feel like i'm playing it too quick i don't want to beat it too quick so i'll tell myself like, like put it down for a week come back to it and then i'll just never re i'll never revisit it I've done that so many times. Like I literally haven't played Red Dead Redemption probably since like the first week it, it was out. I did the same thing with Control. I bought it, wanted to test all the, yeah, the new features for RTX. And I was like, this is fun. I think I played it one time after that, put it down, never played it again. By the way, thank you Box for the $55, my guy. I appreciate you. Um, Alex, let's see your keyboard. You wanna see mine? That's my my system, guys, it's not yours. That's the back of my keyboard. This is the Geon Works. F1 8x we built it this morning. Ooh. Oh, it's kind of heavy. And then we have the um, EPBT XGOK. It's beautiful, quite nice. It's very pretty. We have another engraving here at the top. Sounds pretty nice. I'll give you a quick little sound test. Here we go, Alex. You did. You did. I, I did. I pinged my whole server, my guy. Let's see. Let's see. What switches are in this, by the way? Um, they're a Duroc switch, which are lubed with 205G0 films. Uh, spring swap to 72 gram slows. But yeah, they're quite nice. 
quite nice. Chase, what are you rocking? I am rocking a Tofu 65. Aluminum black with Holy Pandas in it and GMK 8008. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Mr. Spoos? Uh, Ooh. Stellar 65. Okay, okay. With uh, the Pegaso project set on it, the PBT set by Mido. Oh, dude, that's a nice set, actually. I quite like yeah, that like one that. there. Like yeah. Godspeed Little Brother without the red accent, but it's kind of like a little toned-down Godspeed, but yeah. I quite like that. By the way, Steelwind, thank you for the 2,000 bits. I appreciate it. I do, man. Right. Frank's muted? No, he's just not. I don't think he's just he's just not talking. Oh, did you? Have you been talking? I don't think so. I think okay. I'm good. Nope, you were good. Uh, no, we're good. Alex, did you, get, uh, you keep straight from Gian? I did. Yes. What were you going to say, Reagan? Uh, I was going to ask Frank if he's played Among Us yet. Mm. I have not, no. Um, I, I honestly, I've seen some gameplay. I don't know anything about it. Like, I don't know the, the point of it. Way. I know there's a lot of craze and hype right now. I never played um, Fall Guys. That's another one that had its, its massive that, that, craze. I feel like Fall Guys had like two weeks of fame. Maybe it's just <laughs> yeah. me. I, I jumped on that train, but man, Among Us has been fun. I haven't really had too much time to play lately, but uh, can we get you into an Among Us game at some point? Yeah, I'd, I'd be down. Five but, minutes to learn. And it's uh, it's like hilarious. It's, yeah. So like, what what is it about? Because like I said, I've, I've been seeing a lot of sure. it, but I I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a uh, game. It's like usually a ten player lobby, yeah. and uh, there's usually two imposters among us, among the crewmates, and uh, no one knows who the killers are, or who the crewmates are. So you have to go through and complete tasks as crewmates, and then if the crewmates get to finish all their tasks before the imposters slowly pick them off, then they win. If the imposters um, kill everyone down to where it's two people and two imposters left, then the imposters win. Okay. And uh, the whole time as an imposter, you're faking that you're doing tasks, you're kind of creating alibis, and it all comes down to lying and like kind of like psychology skills in a in a way. But uh, I don't know, it's just it's always funny content when I see people play, and <laughs> it's it's like it's not like a shooter. Like I'm I'm big into like shooters and stuff when I used to have time to play stuff like that. But this is just a chill game. Like you know, no one can talk during it. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it kind of sounds like this uh, this Gmod game I used to play back in the day. Okay. I think it was called like Murder Town or Murder. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that sounds familiar. Yeah, that sounds familiar, actually. Yeah. 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 Or kind of like Town of Salem, if you ever got to play that. Same I, type I of thing. I, I played I a few know, rounds of Town of cool. Salem. It was was not for me. But honestly, it's <laughs> it's so much fun. And the other big thing, too, um, is you're, you're like with, with other people that you know, it becomes so much fun to pick up on little things that you might be like okay this guy's lying i know it yeah <laughs> he's a he's a jackass i know what he's doing trouble in terrorist town that's what it was called no not oh. trouble in terrorist town there's a i, I want to say it's just called murder i don't know there's one called like was it like murder house or something or murder because I, I remember seeing this i've never played it yeah i i really can't remember the name all i remember was back in back in the day when gmod was like number one Oh man, those are the what good days. <laughs> Half Life Three One, please. One yeah. of these days. Um, but one last question I wanted to ask you before we can get into some silliness and just chat about whatever. What advice do you have to new people being introduced to the hobby of keyboards? That is. 
Um, in terms of like just getting into building their own. Yeah, yeah. Like if if someone came up mm. to you right now and you have you have twenty minutes to talk to them or even five minutes to talk to them, let's say even sixty seconds. But what could you tell them? Like as a not where to buy things, obviously, but what yeah. advice would you have? Um, probably to check out some sort of like switch tester. Cause I know for me, that was also one of the things that yeah, really like fair. opened my eyes to the, to the hobby and the community was not really even knowing that there was more than just like a few of the cherry switches mm. and like the Gatterons and stuff, but that there's literally hundreds out there <laughs> different, you know, obviously the linear tactile clicky. Um, so I, I think investing in, and there's so many different types of switch testers out there too. You don't have to get like one of the crazy, like the 76 key ones, but just oh God, yeah. something like that where you can just, you know, try out different ones, see what you like, see like what feels best to you. Cause if you're going to be using it, you know, 24 seven, you're going to want a comfortable switch, something that, you know, sounds good, feels good to you. So definitely check out one of those, uh, find that switch you like, and then, you know, s- start saving up cause it gets expensive. <laughs> yes. Um, and kind of like look around because now, now over the last year, I feel like the hobby has opened up so much and there's so many different new things constantly coming out, so many different options where like even like we have now with the with the NK65 entry, like you don't have to drop a few hundred dollars on no. a complete build. You could start off with that for under a hundred bucks and then, you know, get switches and keycaps from there. Um, so yeah, definitely start off with a switch tester possibly, find out what switch you like and then kind of look at the affordable budget options out there for like a first kind of you know investment into building a keyboard which is important that you say that because i feel like a lot of people especially will come into i'm sure you get these comments too like what switch is the best switch yeah. you know and it's, it's always really tough to answer those for anyone watching this or listening to it in the future it's always really tough to answer that question because it's so subjective to personal preference yeah. it's it's really hard and I feel so bad because like I want to give you guys my personal preference, but I also don't want to sway you guys into something and then be like, man, what Alex or Frank or Reagan or Chase said was wrong. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's tough. It's really hard to answer those questions. And I think 100% that even grabbing like a hot swap board like the NK65 and then playing with a few different switches, right? It's tough. It, it's, it's a little easier to go that route. Mm-hmm. And you know, even picking up a switch tester, then for, for me to tell you something, you go full in, you buy 70 of these switches, you spend the time to mod them, and you're like, man, I really hate these. <laughs> and I totally agree with that. Romer G switches? Hey, now, let's not talk about my my least, my least favorite switch. What are your thoughts <laughs> on Romer G switches? <laughs> I mean, they're not a bad alternative for... I mean, I, I don't know why they even really made them, because... <laughs> Thank you. They could have... <laughs> Like they, they have access to other switches and switch types. So I, I yeah. guess maybe they wanted to keep it kind of in-house with their own type of thing. Yeah. But even now they have their own, I think, what do they call them? The G, GX switches? Do they actually? I don't, remember, I don't remember the name, but they, they I know they recently put out their, their actual mechanical switches. But yeah, I, I was never a big fan of Romer G's. No, they, they made them so they can get RGB in the center and all this yeah. RGB stuff. But like, they, whatever. It's just, it's so, it's so weird to me. I, I... I had my experience with Rumor G's. It was one of my very first mechanical, in quotations, mm. uh, <laughs> keyboards. And um, I remember getting it, and I'm like, oh, man, this is the pinnacle of awesome. And then I got anything else, and I was like, this, <laughs> this is not the best feeling keyboard in the world right now. They have their own Cherry Clone now, too. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot of those companies popping yeah. up, too. They're doing Cherry Clones. Like, 
even a lot of companies I know just go to Gateron right away, which I, you know, I'm, I don't mind Gateron switches at all. Gateron switches are awesome. Uh, but I, I know someone, oh, go on. Sorry, Chase. I was going to say this kind of piggybacks or it's just kind of related to the last question Alex asked, but, uh, in a, I guess in a different industry, I guess with you doing content creation and I see Alex gets this question a lot. Alex gets a question from people, a lot of, you know, I, I want to start Twitch streaming like keyboard builds or this or that, like, what are, what's your advice? So as somebody who has had a pretty successful run on YouTube thus far, you know, I, I, there are a lot of people out there who will now say their dream job is to be a YouTuber, yeah. which I'm sure is crazy for you to hear still to this day that you kind of have this dream job that a lot of people would love to pursue. What uh, what advice would you have for those people, I guess, looking to start to get into content creation on YouTube or any social media platform for, for that sake? Yeah. Yeah. My advice is always to just like just start because like otherwise like what's holding you back like no one's gonna tell you now's when you have to start or now's when you should start if you're thinking about it just jump right in because even now like cameras are so good on smartphones like you see the quality yeah. of all the new camera phones out or camera phones okay, showing my age phones obviously the cameras um and like you could easily put up great content with just you know the camera on your phone and nine times out of ten like people aren't going to really care as much about your actual camera quality if the content's good so if you have a passion about something you want to just start there's no better way to you know test the waters than just you know jumping in and doing it because like i said no one's gonna tell you okay now you have to start and now you should start that, that's all up to you if it's something you want to do and you're passionate about and you'll keep it going you'll you'll learn over time you'll improve um so there, there's there's really no reason for someone not to just you know give it a try I agree with you totally on that too. Like with the whole, even if you have a smartphone and that's one thing that I constantly preach as well. Cause I feel like, and I don't know why this, I might have an idea cause they probably want to see like a random Frank P quote, you know, video. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, that's the tough part, right? Yeah. And one of the things, especially in the tech space, you know, nine out of the 10 massive tech YouTubers, they have those $50,000 red cameras mm -hmm. at minimum. And I feel like a few years ago, once that like quality shift happened, it, it made it probably more intimidating for people yeah. to want to get in because they're looking at, you know, MKBHD with his red camera and then that whole crew with like Austin and uh, like TLD, or Jonathan yeah. Morrison. Yeah. Like, and they all had those crazy reds and they jumped from all different stuff. But you, you just see that like cinema grade quality of these, these RE cameras and the reds and Black Magic's one company now that is more like on i would say the the affordable side yeah um, yeah so i mean it, it kind of like goes against what i'm saying but like when i bought my my black magic ursa mini back in 2015 i want to say i feel like that was one of the things that helped kind of like jump start yeah. my channel okay. a bit more because i had that just you can tell i wasn't shooting on a dslr anymore mm. so i feel like for me that did kind of help out and i know it goes against what i just said <laughs> but like <laughs> If you are somebody who just wants to do, try it out and create content, then you could easily get away with using your camera on, on your phone because mm. the quality now is so much better than it used to be. Um, and there's tons of people who don't have, you know, the best gear, the best camera stuff, and they're still making, you know, great content. You're saying it's safe to invest later on, maybe once you're like established, but there's no yeah. reason to like, you know, buy this $10,000 thing or just wait to put out content until you have this perfect setup, you know, just turn your phone around, put out some content. Exactly. 
exactly and you can even like live stream from you like you can there's an app where you can like use your your smartphone like as a camera for live streaming and stuff mm -hmm. so it's literally like it's literally in your pocket 24 7 it can do so much like why not just just start creating content it's yeah. it's so true too like and, and that's one of the things like i get that question a lot too and i think hex just said that's literally one of the reasons i was so worried about streaming for the first time and alex actually inspired me one day to just get started and not worry about quality it's it's so true like even me i'm i'm a, i've already i already have the gear like i mm. my job before this was product photography and i did that for three or four years so i i was fortunate to already own a lot of this gear but when, even mm. when i first started doing live streams and reagan can attest because reagan was there um I didn't understand how to hook it all up to the computer and live stream from it. And I didn't own some of the little piece of equipment and I didn't know if I wanted to spend the money and this is something I wanted to do. And I totally agree with you that even just using something like your phone, these phones, man, these phones are good. Like yeah. The, oh, yeah. guys they're if you have anything within the last like three or four years, they're good. Even past mm -hmm. that, like they're still really good. Yeah. And I think, I think the best thing for you guys to do is just, Give it a go. See if you even like it before spending money and then putting yourself in a, a bad position financially. Well, and another thing is, Frank, you said, what year did you get the Ursa, the Blackmagic Ursa? Uh, so I want to say it was the end of 2015 when I got the... Okay. But it, was, it was right when the Ursa Mini released. So, so you've yeah, been creating YouTube content for a couple, a a couple few years, years at that yeah. point, right? Yeah. Yeah, but so before I that, I had a few different cameras I jumped around on. Um but they were it was never anything crazy like it was i want to say the canon rebel t2i i think was like one yeah. of the first cameras that i bought to like, do just for youtube and then after that was the panasonic lumix fz1000 which was like one of the first like affordable 4k video cameras back then i say back then but it was like what six years ago um but that they were both under i want to say 500 dollars. so it's not even like i was you know dropping crazy amounts of money on camera gear it was literally just a, like a dslr quality camera i had those like uh like the umbrella lights and stuff like in my dorm <laughs> yeah. room where yep. i film so I, I wasn't obviously like going full crazy production back then um yeah it, it wasn't until i had i probably had around i would say like a little over a hundred thousand subscribers when i first bought my like the black magic camera which is still well, a substantial point yeah. though to invest yeah. in yeah, yeah. Still well, at that point like like you Back to the point of like you saying just to get started like just because you have that really expensive camera in front of you doesn't mean like you're going to be comfortable in front of the camera first of all like that takes yep. some time to get used to being in front of a camera like i think you got to grind all that stuff out before you invest into say like an ursa or something like that yeah you, you put a camera in front of someone's face and nine times out of ten they're just going to close up because they're not going to know what to do so you have to be comfortable with yourself comfortable with just the fact that you're going to be talking to yourself pretty much in a room just talking to this camera a lot uh, so that's a big thing and also yeah like a lot, a lot of times that the camera quality isn't going to matter if you don't know how to use it and you don't have you know complimentary lighting and stuff and whether it's like color correcting or editing um you, you can give anybody a like a fifty thousand dollar red camera but they're not, it's not going to look good if they don't know what they're doing with it. And it's, they don't have like, you know, like I said, like the proper lighting and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's about yeah. the driver, man, not the vehicle. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and someone said a good, uh, good comment here saying insane for sure. I'm going to tackle me. Oh wait, nuts though. Oh, I'm the read editing from hex. Uh, finally decided to get a five inch coil. Hell yeah, dude. And Quinn said, how do y'all deal with uh, mentally with downward trends, like losing views or followers when, when, uh, releasing content, which I think is, you know, like, the mental health aspect of content creation is huge too, which we don't talk about enough. 
I totally agree with you. How do you deal with that, Frank? Yeah, so I feel like since I've been doing it full time for a little over five years now, like I, I know the down months, I know when it's going to be dead and I know like when it's going to be good. But but it's still definitely like, you know, demoralizing when you put all this you know, time and effort into videos and you know, because it's an off month that it's not going to do too well. And one of the things about like in the tech space and more specifically, so like with my channel, which is just like mainly peripheral reviews is it's one of those weird things where people, they want to watch your videos to see whether they should upgrade, but also say they do buy a new mouse or a new headset, a new keyboard. They're not going to be coming back to your channel because if they just bought a new mouse, they're not going to want to watch the next mouse that just came out. That might be better than the mouse they just bought. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so it's one of those things where they come, it's kind of like a one-off thing. You find out if you want to buy this this headset, you do, and they're gone. So I, I realize with my channel is very unique in that sense. And a lot of times, like, they'll just skip through 90% of the video. They'll find out whether it's worth it or not. They'll find out the price, and that's it. Uh, so, like, I know views, like, day one or, like, week one views aren't going to be, like, you know, ever popping off. Uh, even though I have like 1.6 million subs, I only get like day one on a good day, like a little over 100,000 views, which is way less than, uh, what's, the, what's the math on that? Is that like 10% or 1%? I can't really think right now. Probably uh, a lot less than that. Yeah, <laughs> some, yeah, a lot, a lot less than percent. But yeah, I mean, I imagine like the style, the way your channel stylizes, like a lot of unique one-time viewers yeah. um, are bouncing constantly, whether that's like yeah. a feature page or whatever, direct search, organic. Yeah, definitely. And like, I'll get people who return and suffer like, you know, room tour project, which we've been yeah, that's so much fun. for a while yeah. and like uh, the cool tech under 50 and stuff. So, so those will more so like grab in an audience and people like returning and stuff. But yeah. But for reviews, yeah, it's like you said, one off people. Um, but going back to the original question, just like knowing that a video isn't going to do good or not expecting it to do good, um, I guess kind of like makes it easier so when you are let down you know like if it didn't take off like you hoped then it's like okay well i kind of expected that you know it's um september is usually pretty bad i know like march and april are usually pretty mad pretty bad for that stuff yeah uh, but yeah there is a, a whole like you said the mental aspect of it where you know just trying not to get bummed out 24 7 if your video isn't doing good or people you know just curse you out in the comment section like how do i okay like this this person's mad at me what did, what did i do like wasn't, why did i wasn't there that one guy off? who i think i saw this in your twitter who constantly would ask you about like is, you think you put the price of something in the title oh yeah yeah keith <laughs> yeah <laughs> our boy keith my boy keith dude does, yeah, he keith, still, does he still ask you i haven't heard from keith in a while i wonder um, how he's doing so I, ho I hope he's doing all right. But yeah, he was somebody who, I guess he first found my channel from my grid 600 keyboard last year. And since like, he just thought the idea of that keyboard's price was so ridiculous that every, pretty much like almost every video he would watch after he would say like, if this is not worth $680, then it's, you know, it's trash. So he would <laughs> relate, jokingly relate everything I'm reviewing or showing off to it being, you know, worth $680. Uh, so yeah, a, a few months ago, I just did like a screen cap of all his like recent comments and it was all just $680 related stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I wonder how Keith's doing. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember you posting him on Twitter and I'm like, man, this guy's like relentless. 
I can't uh, get over the people who have that logic, like, oh, it's so expensive for a keyboard, but I'm like, man, you can get a good, better, best situation for any hobby. Like, whether you're oh, a car yeah. guy, it's <sighs> like, imagine the first guy who's driving a Corolla, and he's like, I can't believe this dude would spend 250 grand on a Ferrari. Like, well, it's, it's like, the same thing. enthusiasts in every yeah. corner, every and Rick, sort it's of a, hobby. It's the same thing with my headphones, man. Like, when people ask me about, like, not here on the internet, like, when I know people here, like, well, outside of the COVID situation, I guess, but... Even when I'm talking about friends, like they'll be like, oh, cool headphone. And I'm like, yeah, man. And they'll be like, how much do they cost? I'm like, don't worry about that. I don't even feel like telling, I don't even feel like <laughs> explaining this to you. And yeah. then, uh, but it's like that too. It's, but you know what then? It's it's weird how now these days, like it's it's so, it's still obscene for people to spend like a thousand bucks on a keyboard, you know? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it's, it's totally in the realm of like norm to go and spend $3 million on like a Lamborghini or something. <laughs> at the end of the day it's still spinning wheels getting you from point A to point B right just yeah, nicer okay. looking I get right? that a lot with cables people are like oh just get this on Amazon and I'm like I mean yeah it'll do the same thing man it's not gonna make you game better or do anything but it's just stylized <laughs> man what headphones are you rocking today Frank these are the 58X Jubilee from yes. uh, Mashdrop and Sennheiser yeah, those are those are a good pair of headphones too I know we, we talk about audio a lot here too so it's definitely a cool pair more coils equals higher APM. I agree. The more yeah, coils I mean, you have you on you. Yeah, if you do your... use the coiled cables from, I mean, you will like shoot better. You'll drive faster <laughs> in video games. Uh, the data gets there quicker. It's just a thing, man. It's and if you, plug it, if you plug it into your controller, the... Uh, it's science and shit, man. The auto aim works better too. Ryan, Reagan literally has every everyone everything mentioned on these streams ready to show. He, he does. He literally sits there before a stream. <laughs> Me it's panning like a... to like everything piled up in my room just ready. It's like he, a dental was... office. He was going to run down to his garage and show us his Ferrari, but he decided not to flex <laughs> on us that hard. Oh, yeah. Is that uh, what he was going to do? Yeah. Uh, but people were... Let's read some comments here. Dude, I started watching your reviews and stuff, but just uh, one-time things. Then I found them really entertaining. The quality is so good and so calming to watch. It's true. Awesome, Dude, one of the things that... like review, I'm the same way with reviews. And one thing that I, I always bring up is... And I want to know from you guys in the chat who are maybe who haven't answered this question. And Frank, I'd love to know from you too. Have you ever bought something... And then it's coming to your house. Maybe you've already received it. And then you're still watching the reviews about it. Just to like, in your brain, you're like, man, was this purchase worth it? I'll I'll, I'll do that with like camera gear and stuff. Like different like lenses or just different stuff along those lines. Um, Like I I have a few cameras that I picked up over the years that I want to like switch up, you know, for like different shoots and stuff, just different use cases. So I'll do that mainly with camera stuff. Just like get an idea for the quality, kind of like learn the menus and stuff like before you get it in yeah definitely the reassurance too and the Um, reason i asked that is because that's what happened with me with a few products when i was originally on your channel i was like man let's go watch frank's review one more time he told me please don't shit on it yeah like it's it's, 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 (laughs) it's coming from this like maybe i watched some other review and then i was like let me just go watch frank's review really quick and i'd go and like he says this is good i'm i feel reassured yeah Um, and that's that's kind of like what i was saying before with where people they want to be reassured. They don't want to know that there is something new and better out than what they exactly. just purchased. Yeah. So like a lot of times I'll see people commenting on videos saying like, yes, just bought this keyboard. was just stopping by to make sure like it was as good as I thought. I'm like, yeah, like I, I guess that makes sense. Like you bought it before watching the review, but now you're watching it just to make sure that you can just yeah. your nails. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things mentally where it's like, man, you, and I have to be for me, like, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that, um, I happen to have a Twitch channel. I happen to have like a full-time job and occasionally I can buy myself a, something pretty. 
Um, but I know some people, and I have to always catch myself and be aware that some people spend a lot of time saving up for something. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 very much like, man, like I want to make sure that this purchase that I've saved up for X amount of time is worth it. And I always have to catch myself th- too. And I think that's the one cool thing about more of the the influencer space in the tech scene too, for the most part. Um, you can really find a lot of the guys, you can tell right away, the people who are more honest with things. And that's one of the nice things I always appreciate about you. Uh, but one one thing that Funky even said too, that a lot of people were saying too, is one of the things that kept me coming back to your channel uh, was your, your regular se- segments of reviewing battle stations. Like for me, that was just so, seeing like little things and like, oh, this guy's a plant over there. My God, that's a sexy plant. Like I want a plant there. Right, and it was just yeah. always those things for me that meant, meant like I really like this. Like I want to. Yeah, Rimcore wanna... project. It's it's definitely been a cool sort of project. You know, no pun intended. Over the years, because I've always been very interested in you know like the setup stuff and like you know building a nice and visually appealing looking setup. And that like that was actually one of like my first kind of tech videos on YouTube was I just did a room tour because mm-hmm. I saw like someone else's room tour. I thought it looked really cool. So then I went out. Yeah. You know, Bought some RGB lights, put them behind my TV back when I was living at home. Oh, so that 2013, was good... 2013 yeah. room tour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like that that was one of my first like actual tech videos. And then I like I said, I've always just been looking for, you know, different ideas and inspiration and ways to improve the setup. And I, I don't remember like what even like how I got started, but I, I know just like from talking to people back again when I was still in college on the actual Battle Station subreddit. Uh, just like see like where they got certain things and then i was just doing that so frequently and constantly checking it i was like why don't i just make like a, a series based around this like i see how much i'm interested in the setup like setup videos and uh, room tours and stuff like why not just do like a compilation um mm-hmm. so i yeah i i did that and i i tried it i wanted to do it every single weekend but obviously things happen life gets in the way uh but i've been trying to do every single weekend but we're at episode like 229 now i want to say <laughs> it's crazy to think about yeah, it's been a little, little over five years at this point. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's crazy because I've been sub to you for so long, and then like seeing you shift into or not shift, but add into your like collection of doing the keyboard stuff is so cool because that's like our world's kind yeah. of met. it hits then, different. You know, yeah, yeah, and then like getting to talk to you in the past has been super cool. But it's just weird because like I used to like always watch you on YouTube, and uh, yeah, now now we're here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's cool, and I definitely appreciate it. It's 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 definitely been one of those things too where it's like. Like before I started doing any of this too, it was like, man, you, you looked up to certain people in the hobby. For me, it was like LTT. It was random Frank P. It was uh, a few other YouTubers back in the day too, who I just really, really liked. Might've been smaller back in the day. And it's just, it's always been a lot of fun. Like audio people was, was Z, even though he's a bit eccentric. I was like watching Z. Uh, <laughs> so I know some people in chat who are into audio was like, come on, Alex is Z. But uh, it, it's definitely fun. Can we ask about ninjas versus pirates? I, I don't know what that is. Is it oh, a that, sports that was, thing? No, Ninjas vs. Pirates was one of my, like, comedy, terrible sketch videos. Oh, these old channel. ones? Okay. Yeah, so the thing about that video also is if you watch it now, uh, that video got hit back with, like, a few years ago when YouTube was, like, working with their, like, copyright strike system and stuff. They used to just, like, completely strip the audio of whatever was copyright. Yes, I remember that. So that, if if you go and watch that video, it sounds like garbage because we had a song playing in the background that YouTube stripped out. So now all the audio is just super low and you can like barely hear anything. (laughs) So it makes it like a lot worse, but we had like a pretty cool soundtrack to the whole thing going 
but now you just you just don't get that vibe anymore because they stripped it and now i think it's not they strip it they just demonetize it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which is a little bit more fair <laughs> uh the worst thing is when you buy something and immediately after the new version comes out i mean that's yeah there's always gonna be something new. the thing about tech is there's always something new and that, oh, i yeah. think that's even keyboards like it's the keyboard world right now is moving at a pace where it's like it's even tough for for, for me who you know i'm investing in keyboards full-time it's it's so up with things it's so it's so tough uh but if you guys have any final questions i think we're going to start wrapping it up because we're almost at our two hour mark uh, if you guys have any final questions yeah. for for frank yeah uh, i have Chase, one space cable yeah. yeah so have you thought about scaling and like i mean scaling more obviously and like bringing in some more assistance and like maybe starting to do something like i don't know gaming or just a different styles of segments stuff like that to just like put you into that next bracket really bust through yes that, that's it's one thing i've always tossed around the idea of um but at the same time like since i work out of my house like my, my studio is based out of my basement in our house that we bought so i know legally it gets a bit more complicated with that since i'm working out of a residential house i would have to file and make it like completely different under a different like llc and yeah i think there's yeah. even like different regulations for different like neighborhoods and stuff like uh, with zoning so, you're saying with like running yeah. a business yeah so, so i know okay. it's it's different on that side of th that side of things but also at the same time like i'm someone who i don't know if one like i could i could like hire somebody and trust somebody to be working with me like out of my basement in my house you know yeah. like when okay um, i mean that's a good point man but like i remember just to quickly interject like getting to that point mentally when thinking like ah, i don't trust anyone to like bring into my space or work yeah but it's like if you don't then you're gonna be like i don't know editing the same things yourself and like, yeah exactly. i mean you're doing great at it already but like <laughs> yeah so like i have thought about looking for an external studio um even before we bought the house i was looking for an external studio because we were we were renting an apartment and i was just working out of like the spare bedroom in there yeah um and I was still planning on getting an external studio, but when we found this house and it had like the fully furnished and like completed basement and it had tons of like windows and stuff for all the natural lighting, like, it was just a perfect fit. Um, it would definitely be helpful to have, you know, another another set of hands to help me out with whether it is filming or just getting like preliminary stuff done where I don't have to worry about the little things, spend more time on other videos. It would definitely be helpful. Um, I, I don't know if it's in the, in the scope anytime soon. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely thought about it. Um, if you got a small just, office somewhere, just like fully, I mean, even if it's inside another building with other people or something like that would be so sick. I know. And I always see like MKBHD and his crazy oh, studio. Man, yeah. Because the new warehouse they moved into and stuff like it's just 100% dreams and goals. But <laughs> yeah, and they got, awesome. they got a whole crew there. But you're killing, you're killing it with what you have right now. And I think that's an important thing to think about too, right? Yeah. And I appreciate that. And at the same time, that's also like one of the things that I kind of like pride myself on in a weird way is like, I've done all this by myself. Yeah. And like, I got here. So it's like, I, while I would definitely benefit from another, you know, someone else helping me out. It's like, I've gotten this far doing it by myself. Like, should I just keep going? I'll, I'll eventually probably, if, if the YouTube you know keeps trending up and stuff and it's going in the right direction i'll probably need to eventually hire i'm just gonna else, say but... i know you could get an intern right now at least like i know <laughs> i know there's people that you put one tweet out man yeah i know keith uh, isn't he be I like guess. i'm here i'm here <laughs> if i wasn't working directly out of my house it would be a lot easier for me to commit to that <laughs> yeah maybe there's like remote positions people could help you with or something yeah um 
I've had a lot of people like offer to like do my editing and stuff for me, but at the same time, like I would like I like the editing aspect of YouTube the most. Like I, if I could never film again and never touch a camera again, I would be <laughs> super happy. Like I could forget all that stuff. If I could just edit twenty four seven, like I would become a full time editor. <laughs> like I, I I love that side of the whole YouTube space. Hmm. I'm, Which I'm is the, funny because I think most people hate the editing. Yeah, stuff. I'm the exact. So I don't really do a whole lot of YouTube, but even on or Twitch and stuff. The fun part about Twitch is I can just set up the cameras and the lighting, and that's like the most fun for me. Yeah. To do anything like afterwards where I'm having to like cut things and add things, I'm like, bro, I don't want to do this. <laughs> just let me film things and, and be an idiot on camera. Let me do that. Sounds please. like y'all are the perfect match. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first step to learning to is to learn how to delegate, bro. See, I'm bad with that too, Sniper Penguin. I can't even delegate. I hate. For me, I want. I'd love in the future, like way down. Like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. But I, I'm I'm kind of in the same space where it's kind of like I like doing things on my my own mindset, you know. Uh, I don't even need a camera to be an idiot. I mean, yeah, there's just that too, Faustus. I don't really need a camera to do that. So you, you guys are just seeing me in my normal normal attire here, I guess. Uh, getting Frank Stuff to tweet here. sometimes. Sorry. I'll say Dustin brings up a good point where he said like Frank uses black magic and the manual adjustments is a lot of work. Like I would also have to find somebody who knew how to work the black magic cameras and like had yeah. that knowledge on their side as well. Cause it's way different than like a DSLR. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's also a good point. Having someone with that prior experience. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Um, but yeah, guys, this has been a blast so far. I have to admit time's flying by. I didn't, I literally looked up, up to the thing. I'm like, Oh boy, it's been an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, it's hard for me to give up control. I know. It's the same thing with me. I wonder, since Frank is an Eagles fan, he must uh, be other, uh, I guess, m must be into other Philly sports fans. I uh, wonder what he thinks of the union right now. So again, this, I, don't, I don't know. Honestly, I, I can't think of the last time I followed the union. I know, like, I, I used to be, like, I, I watched one of their games, like, when I was a bit younger, but I, I haven't, like, really dove too much into MLS and stuff. What's locally ML at least what's, like, what's mls yeah like major league soccer and okay. that, that's like the, the philadelphia union is like their soccer team okay hmm. yeah I, I like other philly sports i'm just mainly like a, a big football guy mls equals football thanks guys i appreciate that chat you guys are like me guys with with sports i, I have no idea <laughs> barely know to play any of them so go panthers <laughs> uh, alex did you watch the you I, I don't even know it 254 event is ufc 254 i don't know guys i'm sorry i don't watch literally any sports so you guys are for right from my perspective all right you guys are shouting out random animals and that's all i understand i don't know what team they are i don't know whatever you guys are saying eagles dolphins seahawks i don't know someone said go sports team that's your that's your style yeah go sports teams that's you just it. kicked a home run <laughs> uh but last last question that i have that I saw in chat a few times, and I'm curious about too. What's going to be your next custom? Outside of the ones that you already own, like what are you thinking of? Any anything that's piquing your interest that's been in group buy right now? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I know you've t you. I think you messaged me about that at one point, asking if I'd be interested in that build, right? No, Reagan, say something again. I think you're muted. Uh, I may have. Did I uh, mute? Yeah, you did. There you go. You're good. <laughs> oh, um, but I may have. Like I said before, like I, if I could get a get a hold of that Geist prototype or whatever it is, mm, I those would are love nice. To get that. Something about it, it's just I'm in love. It's it's know? pretty. That little I don't even know if it has functionality. I don't think it does, but it's just pretty looking. And his yeah. his renders and everything have just been like 
top tier. Oh, yeah, they're so like, good. they're so nice. But yeah, and I, I can't I, wait that come out. He did the prototype, though. He has a prototype. Yeah. And I, I've seen about uh, a lot of questions, people asking why I still use my Corsair still. <laughs> we did touch on that earlier. Yes, I still use the Corsair as my main. No, I'm not scared to admit it. Um, <laughs> but, but my reasoning pretty much was for gaming, editing, you know, and everything else, it's just a lot easier with my workflow. Because I've been using them with their macros, their ecosystem tied with the, all the Elgato stuff. Since the original uh, K95 came out, I guess that was probably, what, 2017. So I got three years of muscle memory with just all the macros and stuff, all the functions tied to the Corsair yeah. ecosystem. So I, yeah. I still use it best of both worlds. Hmm. And their optical switches really aren't that bad. They're, they're pretty smooth. Well, that's going to be one of our next things here um, to wrap things up, too, is we're going to be picking up some like Corsair keyboards, some uh, duckies and stuff like that, and then go really into depth of how we can take these things apart and maybe mod them. So it should be... It's yeah, gonna be nice. very interesting. Um, and it's he, similar with the uh, the Razer Huntsman Mini. That's a good. That's a good little board, to be honest. The Huntsman. Yeah, I've heard very good things about that. Yeah, and they did a great job with improving their like the switch rattle and stuff. They added little silicone dampeners in their new optical switches, and it makes yeah. a world's difference. Yeah, yeah it's a really good example of Ra Razer just listening to the community. Yeah, Razer is... gets so much shit because they're a big company and people love to hate on them. Yeah. Um, but they, they, yeah, over the last like two years, they've listened a hundred percent to the community yeah. and they've done a great job with that. And they've, they've expanded their like product offering so much that it's been it's really cool to see because not a lot of companies will do that. Yeah. No, within within the esports scene, I've been surprised at how much Razer has started to reclaim specifically with that Huntsman mm -hmm. uh, keyboard, the 60%. And then with their newest wireless mouse that has also been received very well. The, uh, is it the Viper? Viper? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this yeah. has been my main. It's, it's lightweight. It's super, I don't know. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting to see. Cause I think back in the day it was like, I feel like it was like a meme to hate on them. Cause they, the, the green logo with the weird snake thing that came out of it. Yeah. I mean, it was just meme -y, you know, but uh i'm using the huntsman mini now hell yeah uh if we can get this asked up what do you guys think about apple considering giving users haptic feedback customization on their upcoming keyboards i like the apple keyboard i i i feel like i'm the one of the only people who doesn't mind my apple keyboard on my macbook i like it i think it's good i mean if they're gonna do haptic feedback on keyboards cool i think it's gonna be neat be cool to see but i don't know i feel like i like apple stuff D didn't they already have haptic feedback on their um, like their Air, like the MacBook Air lineup. Like, wasn't that a thing? I, I, I could be wrong, but I thought the switches were like so like thin that they Did didn't they actually to? actuate. It would just give you the haptic feedback like you were pressing them. Or am I so just I, like, I don't know about that. The, yeah, I don't know. Somebody asked, air. what is haptic feedback, by the way? It's like vibration. It's vibration to signify you've touched something when it's like when you type on your iPhone and you feel the vibration of yeah. every key. Yeah. Basically Fe feedback to, to prove to, I guess your fingers and body that you've clicked something. Uh, but guys, that's, that's a, uh, that's a keep cast. Uh, someone yeah. was asking for you to do a Frank outro. I don't know if you, <laughs> if you want to do that or not, <laughs> just like, just like my, my outro just awkwardly, or should I do it as we wrap it up? I guess as we wrap up, I, I don't, I, I, you know what? They, they asked to do this with Bad Seed too. So <laughs> they asked for the let's go thing. So uh, can you tell me a good keyboard 150? Uh, for, for everyone who's asking questions about these stuff too, feel free, join the next uh, Keepcast or even just catch me on my normal streams or, you know, um, take, take a look at some of Frank's videos too. 
a lot of cool information there. Uh, I try to be as informative as I can too, uh, but I'll get to those questions if you guys want to uh, tune in. Uh, so thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. Thank you so much for Frank uh, for coming on to the show today. That's pretty wild to me. Uh, thank yeah, you, Spoo Skittles. Thank you guys for having me. It's been definitely was, great to yeah. you know, catch fun. up, You know, put, put a face. I've been talking to you guys for a while, so it's cool to yeah. formally meet and connect. Yeah, definitely. And thank you, Chase, for tuning on too. Uh, I know Chase. Chase's background's looking hella nice today. So Frank has a Twitch account. I don't know, Frank. Do you have you have yours? Do you actually use it? I have a Twitch account. Can't tell you the last time I actually streamed. Um, I, I I'll stream mainly on my on YouTube my account, right? YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I do like the Black Friday stuff, but yeah, I I used to stream pretty frequently, um, back in like 2014. But it's been a long time since. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think YouTube because you already have the platform there. It's like why switch? Yeah, yeah. Um, but thank you guys. We're gonna wrap up now. Let me find someone to raid, and then we'll. I guess we'll have Frank do the outro. Let's see. Who, who <laughs> and uh, today? we got to get Frank on Among Us. We got to. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get that. And plan. don't forget to check out his uh, NK65 if you haven't. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, unlimited pre-orders until November 6th. So hop on it while you can. There you guys go. Links and, in the uh, chat. Yes. And if anyone is so, on a budget, we you guys know we like the NK65 here. So definitely check that out. Yep, uh, we're gonna raid. We're gonna raid Chrissy. So if you guys want to check him out here, but uh, I yeah. love Chris. <laughs> <laughs> We're done here in five seconds. So Frank, if you want to, by all means. All righty, I'm Random Frank P. Hope you enjoyed. Have a good day. Bye, guys. Take care. Thank you, guys. <laughs>